Hey, Le. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Just, how you doing? I'm cutting off half my head, aren't I? There we go. <laughs> Much better. There we go. How's it going? It's going all right. You know, it's getting chilly. Yeah, it's cold out. Oh, my goodness. It's a little bit colder than, uh, I guess it's slightly below average. Yeah, it feels like winter already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you turned the heat on in your house? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we're basically at the same spot, but we still really don't want to turn it on, you know. It's, right. It's, it's early, but yeah, it is sunny though out, so we got that. It's uh, you know normally November is really rainy and cold. It's not just sunny and cold. It's rarely sunny and cold. Bob Max and our weather guy at NBC Connecticut was talking about that, and I thought about it. I'm like, you know, you got a good point. I remember one of my friends always used to say that November were the days of ugliness. Started getting really gray out there, and I mean, we got daylight savings time coming up this weekend, so the mornings will be brighter, but then it's going to be dark at four o'clock. So, oh, how do you do with this time of the year? Do you do you you okay with it or? Yeah, me too. I don't mind it. I, it used to bother me, um, but you know what? It's sort of like the summertime. Everything slows down when it's dark a little bit earlier. You know, people are rushing around, going like crazy this time of the year. It's just so busy. Yeah, it's so crazy, so crazy. So good day of work. Yeah, good long day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it is sort of late. Yeah, long day for you. How about you? Good. You know, we're moving the ball down the field. Uh, right now, we're in ratings, and I have four stories that are going to air for investigations and that takes a lot of work to get those together we start working on those weeks and months before um and we got one coming up this week the promos have started so i can tell you about it um it's called our working title is car crimes 2.0 and what you can see on the promo again that's on tv right now that's on you know my instagram page and other social media is that you know, the whole thing with the burglars and the car thieves going in your driveway when they would just, you know, unlock the door and grab the key fob and go, that's over. Because folks have figured that out. And so they're getting better about locking their cars. You're not hearing about those kinds of crimes anymore. And so what's going on now, I'll tell you a little bit, is that uh, the criminals are coming to you even when you're not at home now or sometimes even when you're at home it's getting a little close for comfort and confrontation and um we got some video that shows it um some exclusive video that you know a local police department gave us and this local police department has been going uh and talking to its citizens to try to give them some more Advanced techniques, I guess, might be a strong word, but just some common sense reminders, not even reminders, new ways that you're going to have to deal with this crime wave until they can get it solved. And it's not just Connecticut, of course. It's um, all across the country. A lot of times it involves juveniles. Um, there's a bigger discussion there, too, which is something else we're covering as a station, not my stories, uh, regarding some of the juvenile justice laws but this in particular is just about you know trying to help people be a little bit more careful so things don't happen to them with their vehicles because the car crimes you know have been on the upswing i heard 
the catalytic converter crime thing also has not let up. There's been a bunch of that going on. Um, very easy to do. Um, People are taking catalytic converters? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you basically just take a sawzall and you know what that is, right? You know, those electric or, you know, battery operated saws and you just go right under and zip, zip, zip and you're out in 20 seconds. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, we did a story about it back um, probably about eight, nine months ago, maybe even a year ago. Uh, there was this place in Greenwich that it was like, you know, the vans for the seniors that go deliver them meals. People can't get out of their homes. And they went and they took like the whole fleet. They took all of the vans out. And so this poor like meals on wheels kind of place was totally crippled for days and days on end. Police were having to help them and it was crazy. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yeah, that's all going on too. So a lot of crime in the news. Um, some other crime in the news that's a little crazy um, involving our NFL friend. Um, did you hear this thing about this guy on the Raiders? He was driving 156 miles per hour and he killed somebody. So, Wow, no, I didn't hear about that one. Very, very talented player. Uh, name's Henry Ruggs, either second or third, I can't remember. Uh, wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders, very good. Um, but he made some really bad decisions and, you know, he's probably ruined his career. It's very sad. And then did you hear about the Rod Aaron Rodgers news? Mm-mm. Holy shnikes. So, uh, do you play fantasy football? No. Okay, I do. So it's big, big, big talk in the fantasy football world and just in the football world in general because um, the Packers are going against the Chiefs this weekend. Okay. And so it's Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. Big game, right? Mm-hmm. No Aaron Rodgers. He's got COVID. Wow. That's only half the story. Um, the other half of the story is that he apparently um, never got vaccinated, which look, some people do, some people don't, but he said he was. <laughs> like in an interview in August. You never do. And he never had it. So, like, you're you're endangering your teammates. You're endangering the fans. You're endangering everybody who works for the Packers, you know, who supposedly you think you're in this vaccinated bubble, and you're not, and then he gets COVID. So who knows how many other folks he may have exposed. I don't know where that's going. And here's the other thing. Had he had the vaccination, had he actually been vaccinated, and let's say that test was a, pot, a false positive, you know, they do a test 24 hours later. And if he had cleared 24 hours later, he would have been able to play Sunday. But since he never got vaccinated, he's out. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a team that's trying to get in the playoffs. And it's just, I find it a very interesting story just because it's sort of that you've got this juxtaposition of news and COVID with sports all of a sudden, you know, which is, yeah. it's interesting. It all intertwines. So... That's some uh, big news. And then uh, we got some sad news. Um, I have you heard of Brad Davis? Yeah. Okay. So he's a, a broadcasting legend in Connecticut. He passed away. That news came out yesterday. I was actually on his show quite a bit, sort of like I'm on your show. You know, I'm, I'm sort of a guest guy who comes on every once in a while. And I did that for his show for five years. And he um, was, he got, came off the radio about two years ago. He was starting to slow down. And, um, you know, it was just one day all of a sudden he wasn't there, but he was always so nice to me and so welcoming, just like you are, you know, and so interested in 
all the investigative kind of stories that we do. I, I go on this program once per month. It's the first Friday of the month on WDRC, AM and FM, the Talk of Connecticut. It's big, big show because they uh, get carried all across the state on other stations, not just DRC out of Bloomfield. So, you know, it's nice to have a, you know, a really engaged audience. They're very into news. So that's uh, a good place to go. And it, it, I still am on there to this day. And I got my start there with Brad, you know, I was a, a good guy and he will be missed. He, he has done so much for the community, um, all kinds of things. And, you know, he is a, uh, a Marine. So, I mean, he served our country too. So, you know, a great man. And it's really sad, really sad, but, you know, had a great life and did a lot of great things for a lot of people. Um, other news, uh, yesterday was election day and it was one of the quieter, um, election years of the year uh, or of the cycle because, you know, we just had the presidential last year. It's always the even number of years that are bigger years, but so a lot of local municipal elections, but there was a big hullabaloo there because, um, the tally system that the state has to, you know, have a forward facing, uh, kind of interface for lack of a better term. So the public can see the different races, you know, who's winning where and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, wasn't working. Wasn't working. One day of the year you had one job <laughs> and it didn't work. So it was, it was back up today, but everybody wanted the results last night. And, you know, one of my colleagues, NBC Connecticut, Christine Stewart, did a really good story today talking about how she talked to a scholar, I believe at Quinnipiac about this and how it's actually dangerous because you you sort of had this black hole for about, you know, between eight o'clock when the polls closed and, you know, two or three this afternoon when the public, I mean, the results were known. They were always tallied. They were safe. But you sort of, you know, had this window where no one knew a lot of the races or the only detail that was being furnished was being furnished by the political parties, unless some of the local media organizations brought their own people. But, you know, newspapers are regional. So uh, Hartford Current might send people to greater Hartford, maybe greater New Haven, but they're not going to send people everywhere. Um, yeah. That's a big paper. But I mean, think of like a smaller one, like the Willamette Chronicle. You know, they're probably just sending people down in uh, New London, Wyndham County. Uh, so not every town was covered. And the AP has, normally sends people almost every town on the big election years, but not these years. So we had a real, you know, hole there in coverage. And, you know, with the system not working, that's a big letdown. It's oh, big yeah, that's people upset about it. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what happens if uh, somebody's going to be held responsible or the company's going to give the state some of its money back because clearly something didn't work. You know, some right. kind of software or some kind of fail. Let's see. I think that's about it. Um, with the big news, I tried not to talk about COVID because, you know, we talk about it all the time. And yeah. I, I did a little bit with Aaron Rodgers, but just I sort of blended it in there, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I truly appreciate this. Yeah, well, it's uh, always nice chatting with you. I, I, I love news. I've been doing it a while, and I love sharing it. So. You too. Yeah. Um, so next Tuesday? Sounds good. Let's do okay. it. All right. All right. Be well. Don't work too hard. Okay, I'm trying to take a break. 
right, please do. <laughs> You'd be welcome. Right. Take care. All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.